Hi, welcome to a Simplified and Fabulous Mom Life podcast. I'm Jennifer McDaniel, pro organizer, capsule wardrobe stylist, and functional home designer. As a mom of four, I realize how quickly things get out of control and how important it is to prioritize how your home functions and how it makes you feel. So if you're ready to find solutions to the stressors in your home and make room for the things that are really important, listen in and let's get started. One of the things that I hear people frustrated with in organizing all the time, moms with kids is number one, (laughs) I hear this complaint from them. But the thing is, when you get organized, when you organize your home, you're going to have to go back in in a few months or a year and make some adjustments because number one, we are always consuming. We are always purchasing new things. Um, when we have children, their stages are changing so quickly, especially in those first couple of years where those things that served them and that were their favorite toys three months ago, they are so much more intelligent than that right now. And now they need other items. They can't keep the same things. So we are constantly bringing in new items for our children which is why you cannot organize that space one time and expect it to permanently be organized and tidy. Because every time you purchase something, you have to find a home for that item and you have to often make adjustments in several other places to make room for that. So for example, when you get new toys for your kid's playroom, you have to move out a couple of old toys maybe put them up in a closet. That means you have to move some space around in the closet to make room for these toys that just came in or Christmas or birthdays or whatever holidays, or maybe just a family visit or, um, uh, birthday parties where they got a, um, goodie bags or something. You have to have a place for these items to belong. And if you don't have a place for them, then your house is going to quickly become cluttered. So for my house, we just moved uh, the week before Christmas. We downsized um, a thousand square feet, uh, an entire bedroom, and tons of closet space is gone. Tons of closet space. I'm having to rethink my entire home with my four kids. We also hosted Christmas. We hosted Christmas with my husband's family. Christmas on New Year's weekend for my family of over 20 people, we did, um, like not including my kids. Like we, it was like 20 some people in addition to my family at my home. There were so many people. And then the next weekend, my husband was traveling and I was working. And then we had, uh, (laughs) then we were out of town the next weekend. Like it, it has just been nonstop. So we haven't had a lot of times. And plus there's kids carpool. I'm carpooling three hours a day right now for my kids to go to school. And then they had doctor's appointments and stuff. So it's been really busy and I have really (laughs) spaced out. Like my house is not put together. It is not finished right now, but I am working on it um, slowly. So I'm going to go through really quick some of the ways that I started organizing my home. Okay. Because when you are organizing, you do have to make some priorities and you have to be able to finish 
an area and not leave a big pile on the floor for days. I did that when I left the linen closet at the top of the stairs. <laughs> I organized the linen closet and pulled out a whole bunch of sheets and stuff that I would not be keeping and <laughs> left them all over the floor for two days. And every time I walked past them, I was annoyed with myself. <laughs> and then because I had left those toys there, then other people put things in the hallway instead of putting them away or <laughs> take them out to the trash. They left cardboard boxes in the hallway. Like my kids left their get rid of toys. Like they went through their toys and got rid of more things. And instead of putting them away, they just left them outside their doorway. Um, that's another trick that I use when you're organizing a room, you don't leave it. You put stuff that doesn't belong in that room. You put it right outside the doorway. You put it beside the door so that you know, when you leave that room that you think you're finished, you still have something that needs to go somewhere else. You take it with you and you put it in that place. You don't leave it in the hallway like my kids did when they organized their room, when they got rid of some of those things. Um, one of the things that I wanted to share, like the, when I first moved in, it was, the focus was get this house usable for Christmas. So it needs to feel like Christmas because we did zero decorating in our other house. We moved the week before Christmas and, or the week of Christmas because we weren't, we weren't even in the house. The kids didn't even get to the house until the 20th. So it took some time for us to <laughs> get settled and we were like rushing into hosting. So I had less than five days before I had other people coming. Well, I had about a week, so it worked really beautifully. I got the kitchen must-haves, right? Your pots and pans, your dishes, all of your glassware, all of that stuff was easy to get to. I had that all organized and set up. That was number one boxes that I unpacked right there in the kitchen. We have to have these dishes. We have to be able to eat every meal at home for the most part. Like we have to be able to get to the things that we need. So that was done quickly. I knew where I wanted things to go in, in a, an idea. So of course you kind of think around when you're using the space, sometimes your upper cabinets aren't deep enough to hold certain dishes. And these cabinets thankfully are deeper than our last house where I could not fit some of my sets of plates in the upper cabinets in our last house. They were too narrow. They were not deep enough. So this was wonderful surprise to me that they were just enough bigger that I could close the cabinet door with these plates in the top cabinets. Because when you're hosting over 20 people, you don't need just your everyday dishes. <laughs> you need a little bit more. So those were easy to get to. And there's actually more cabinet space in here than I was expecting because we did downsize a thousand square feet. But number one, got the kitchen set up. Number two, the kids play space set up. So their bedrooms, boom, boom, done. It's got the furniture in there. Their closets were super easy. I threw that together and set up their shelves. They only had one basket of toys uh, per kid. So that was really easy because the majority of the toys that they play with are Legos. So the Legos were going to go in the sunroom until we got the garage ready. We are almost there finishing the garage, uh, getting it set up. <laughs> but the process was... Number one, kitchen, the place to sit. My husband was quickly setting up the TV day one, right? So they're entertained and distracted when they get there. I'm setting up their place for them to sleep because that's really important and their clothes for them to get dressed so they could get their stuff that they needed for the next day, right? Prioritize what is really important. You need to sleep. <laughs> you are going to want your bed set up. You're going to want your furniture in place so that 
well, the majority of your furniture in place. Put the big pieces where they're supposed to go, right? That's done. And then after we did the, the first round, so that's the first round, the stuff you have to use, like the bathroom stuff that was done, the toothbrushes, the toilet paper, towels, like those were already in the bathroom right away. The cleaning supplies were there before we even moved the trucks in. So I had cleaning supplies. So we had already sanitized the house and the spaces so that they were easy to use when we got there. All right. That's phase one. Phase one is plan. And then phase two is putting the stuff where it's supposed to go. The big stuff and getting the must have everyday stuff ready to use. Second phase is adjusting <laughs> where those things fit and making it work a little bit better. So because we downsized our closet sizes, we're down to one linen closet upstairs instead of three linen closets. So I'm having to make some big adjustments and we also got rid of two beds. So we traded one of the full size beds for a queen size bed. So I have like way more full size sheets than I need. I don't need so many full size sheets. So I got rid of some of those. I pulled those out of the linen closet. That was part of what I was doing. So I just shoved everything in the linen closet that needed to go in the linen closet. All the blankets, all the sheets, all the extra pillows are in the other closet. And just pushed it all in there and then tried to get the door to close. And it was a tight fit. <laughs> so second phase is pulling out the things that aren't working in your current space. And that is a continual thing when you're moving in. So when you move to a new space, sometimes you have a plan for something, but it doesn't really work in that space. I've already gotten rid of two chairs, an ottoman, and tons of linens and soft goods. So those are all gone. A couple of bookshelves, a couple of dressers that didn't work in this space. Like we're, we just had a thousand square feet that we shaved off of our living space. And so we did have to make those sacrifices, like got rid of these things. And I love doing that for other people because when you're organizing for yourself, it's so easy to get distracted with whatever, all the things. And it's, it's easy to get stuck on a decision and not be able to finish that decision and not be able to move past it because you can't make a decision because you're emotionally tied to that decision-making it, it's, it's emotional. And for me, I, there were some things that I couldn't make a decision on in my other home, but once we got in here and the chaos settled down a little bit, it was easy for me to make that decision. So I do understand that. I, I totally understand that. And my husband was holding up stuff for me. He was showing me this picture that one of my grandmothers had given me back in 91. It had the date on it and her love Nana. And I, I was like, I can't, no, I am going to use that. I will find a place to use that. <laughs> it's a picture of a teddy bear that I've had since 1991. <laughs> and I will be putting that up in my children's room because it's still, I'm not ready to get rid of it yet. I love it. I don't love it so much as I'm not ready to part with that memory, uh, but I can use it. I can make it work in our home. And to me that that's fine. I, I, I can be okay with that. And then when my kids get a little bit older and they don't care anymore, and I know that I don't need to decorate my home with it anymore, I'll probably be okay getting rid of it because there are other things that I've gotten from my Nana that have more meaning 
to me now and have more purpose in my current life. But for right now, I'm not ready to get rid of that. So that's still here. But I do go through these phases when I'm organizing. In my children's bedrooms, I go through their clothes regularly. Like, I don't have it on the calendar that I'm going to be going through their clothes. But there are certain seasons of life. You know, maybe, (laughs) my goodness, we got my son new pants for school in August. And by October, all of them, all but two pairs had ripped knees. So three or four pairs of pants had holes in the knees in just a very short time. And so I had to go through his pants and just make those, you know, make those notes of what I needed to shop for, what I needed to repair. What does he still need? What do we need to add in? You know, when they start school, it's still hot outside in where we live. It's hot in summer weather. Like it's in the nineties when they're going to school, those first, uh, the first two months really. And then it's, starts cooling down and they're needing those long sleeves and they're needing pants instead of shorts. Like we have to make these decisions and go through as, and stages. And for my kids, they will wear what is in their closet, whether it's appropriate for the season or not. So I am very mindful to make sure that they only have what is appropriate for the season in their closet. So I pull out their short sleeve shirts when it is not above 70 anymore. If it's above 70, on a somewhat consistent basis, they need a couple of short sleeve shirts in there. But if it is below 70 and um, 90% of the time, they're okay with a, a light long sleeve t-shirt. Like they're okay with that. When it's, you know, the temperature is from, you know, when the temperature changes, we are going to change our clothing, what's available to us, what we are working on and what we have in our home and the same with our kids as their seasons change, as their skills and abilities and um, what they are able to do as that changes we have to rotate what's in their space what's available for them we don't need their toddler toys available when they're in kindergarten they are way too smart for that stuff and it's just clutter at this point it's maybe sentimental It may, you may have some emotional attachment to it, but if you're not planning to have more children, you don't need to hold on to it. And if you are planning on having more children, but you don't use it right now, and it's in your everyday space, you are creating clutter in your home and you're not making room for your current life. And I know so many people that are struggling with that. Find a place where it's out of the way that you can store those items if you don't, like if you really can't part with them right now. That I see so many people struggle with that and I want to help. So if that is something that you are struggling with and you are needing a place to put it or find a way to make it work and make it usable and functional in your current lifestyle, set up a coaching call with me. Set up a virtual organizing call with me. Let's create a transformation plan to get your home back in that space. And you will be amazed at how quickly we can come up with a plan and brainstorm that. Like I brainstorm those things all the time with people and I will give you more than one option that could work really well for you. And I I have not yet had anyone end a call or a session without having a very well thought out plan of what to do and each step of how to do it. Not just one part of it, 
but the, the process of how to do it and how to do it without it being a chaotic mess. That is the part that us mamas cannot handle is throwing a big pile of stuff and then leaving it there until we have time to come back. We cannot do that when we have little ones. We cannot do that when we are just so busy and we literally have just this one day, this small section of time. We can't handle a big chaotic mess. You can't pull everything out of the closet if you don't have time to put it back in. And so my plans give you that small step. Let's move this here. Have a place for the next items. Like what are you moving out? Like I give you those steps in our calls. Okay. So if that is something you need, let's get that scheduled. JMOrganizingSpaces.com. Let's get that scheduled. Reach out to me in an email. Organize fabulous podcast at gmail.com and we will get that going. My the phone number for me is 9803890399. Mama, I don't want you to stay stuck in that mess. I want to help you fix that. It is it blesses me so much to make that difference in someone's life, to change that feeling of being trapped with your mess or stuck in the frustration of knowing that this needs to be done and not having the the brain power to come up with how to fix it. I can do that for you. I can help you with that. If you would just reach out and let me help you with that, it would be such a blessing to me to be able to help you. It would be an honor for me to be able to help you and make that difference in your life. So please reach out. I know I can help you with whatever it is that you are struggling with in your home right now. If you are just needing some ideas on how to store things or how to rearrange the room so it feels better, those are such easy things to me. And those are things that I do. I, I had a client yesterday. I, I had a client yesterday that had all the right pieces, but just couldn't make the room feel like hers. She had um, just hand-me-down furniture pieces and things that were just filling up the room that just felt awkward. They were too tiny for the space. They were. She had like four or five small pieces of furniture in there in this huge room. And it just felt so awkward. And in two hours, the whole room was transformed. Like the whole room was transformed with curtains hung and a plan for everything else that needed to be done. And all she needed to do was move, move what was in the drawers to the other drawers and move the things off of one shelf and put these other items there. Like it was so simple what was left for her. And she works two jobs with her kids and all the things. And she's very busy. But these, she was left feeling like it was completely manageable for her to handle on her own as she could make time to do it. It was an easy, her, you know, the, the thoughts weren't overwhelming to her, but getting to the point of being able to have that plan was just, she couldn't come up with it. She was too busy and there were too many things on her plate to be able to come up with the plan of how she needed to do it. We gave her the plan. We executed the, uh, you know, the big transformation of where things needed to be in the room and got all of that done in just two hours. It was incredible. And then it probably would have taken another two hours to get all of the items put back where they went. 
where they needed to go. But that was something that she could handle on her own and she was capable of doing that and she felt like she was left in a peaceful state. Like, I can do this. It feels really good in here now. It feels like I can do all of this even though she's working multiple jobs and has very little time off, very little time at home. It still was left at a place where she could handle it and it was bite-sized tasks for her to take on as she had the time to do it. I can give you those plans. If you want to set up a call, let's do it. Give me a call. We will get you scheduled. We will get that plan ready for you so you can have that design design transformation in your room that simplify the the process, simplify design and transform so you can have a peaceful home. I will get you that transformation plan. I promise you it is one call away. We will get that plan going. Okay. If you're able to do the hands-on part of it that I lay out for you, we can do that. If you need me to be on the other line while you're doing it, if you need to do a virtual session, so someone is there talking with you and emotionally supporting you through the whole process, I can do that too. Okay. We have options. If you feel like you need someone there holding your hand all the way through the process, I can do that with you. (laughs) Let's do it. Don't wait anymore. Let's get this scheduled. You need this. Your family needs this. You need to be able to have more of your brain power freed up to do other things. And it is so freeing to make an organizational change like that, to get your space feeling light and free and having that flow so that you can do things in a streamlined flow. And my goodness, it is just so worth it. Please don't wait any longer. I'm here for you. I'm praying for you. I love you guys so much. I hope you have a wonderful week and I am so looking forward to hearing from you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Simplified and Fabulous Mom Life Podcast. We would love to hear from you. Our podcast hotline for U.S. is 980-389-0399. You can share your tips and tricks, topic suggestions, ask questions, and let me know if we should answer any of these on the air. For other ways to connect, you can reach us at jmorganizingspaces.com. Thanks for listening to this episode. Did I say it right?